The Recap on Top Sport with Michael Abramson. And into our, the first of three interviews we have for you tonight. We are looking back on the weekend of football and specifically the Nedbank Cup, but also the PSL Awards, which were held virtually on uh, the weekend. We are going to look into that in, in a short while, but let's go to the Nedbank Cup first of all. I'm joined on the line by Soccer Laduma journalist Sepang Mailwane. Sepang, lovely to chat to you and what a busy weekend of football it was. Um, good evening and good evening to the listeners. Um, yeah, busy weekend. Eh? Um, Nedbank Cup, I was there on Saturday um, at Loftus and then we obviously had the Awards last night. So a lot to talk about, a lot of debate, um, which made life <laughs> interesting, especially when it comes to the awards, because I guess there were certain people who felt um, certain players should have won. Um, such an award, especially the player of the season one. Right. Uh, look, we'll get into the awards shortly. I just want to do it in chronological order, so to speak. So let's go to that final. Mm. And Babina Noko taking the lead early on and uh, a, a very good goal that they scored. But then the big question for you, and I'm going to throw you into the deep end right away. Penalty <laughs> or no penalty? What do you think? Um, for me, it was a penalty. Um, you know what? We, we had this big debate at the stadium and I think a lot of people had not seen the hand that Victor Lissolo put out on, on on in that moment which for me is the reason why it was a penalty yes he was on the floor um, and it seemed like Lodge at one point was maybe hitting the ball against him which maybe would not have resulted in a penalty had he not taken his hand out I think as soon as he, taken, he took his hand out and touched the ball um it had it gave the referee no choice but to give him the penalty. And remember, even if he was on the floor and even if it was a foul, um, the referee would have, um, what do you call it, would have given the foul, but he did it, which means play was still on. And the fact that you took out the, your hand while play was still on, mm. it means it was a penalty. Um, I know a lot of people don't agree with it, but for me, it's definitely a penalty. Interesting views that you have there. I know, some, as you say, some journalists and some players, some former coaches have come out uh, and criticized the referee, said it spoiled the game as a spectacle. But I suppose by the letter of the law, the referee has to give it, as you say, because it was hand-to-ball from the player, even though a lot of people are saying in the spirit of the game and given at launch, tried to kick the ball against the opponent's hand, uh, it's, it should not, it should have, the game should have just basically been allowed to continue and, and go its normal course. But... Uh, I suppose by the letter of the law, the referee had, since the Sekukuni player stuck his hand onto the ball, had to give the uh-huh. penalty in that situation. True, and, 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 and I give credit to the referee for that because at times you may be scared. It's a big occasion and um, there are a lot of people watching. It's, just, it's sold out and you might be afraid to make such, such decisions. But the way he was so confident, and remember, we get to see it many times. He only gets to see it once. And he was confident enough to say, you know what, I saw what I saw, let me give it. I, You and I sit here and say, eh, the guy had um, was able to take his hand out, which, which is why it's a penalty. But he said, I don't know how many times. He can only see it after the game. But I give him credit for, for sticking with the decision and maybe trusting his guts. And, and that's, what, that's what you need at times. Mm. People might not agree with you. But as a referee, if you believe in what you saw and, and you saw it in that moment, 
give it and then they obviously get to review yourself afterwards. But I think he needs to be applauded for for, for sticking what he's done. And then another incident right at the end of the game when it looks as if we're going to extra time to penalties and going the full distance. A diminutive Zimbabwean pops up and his career, as we said earlier, was going nowhere at Pirates until the beginning oh. of this year. All of a sudden, he scores the goal set up by Monapule Saleng, who had an outstanding season as well. I suppose it's a script that the, the, the most passionate of Buccaneers supporters could hardly have written any better for their side. Yeah, amazing for, for Terence, eh? Um, I was actually had a chance to speak with him after the game, and he was just speaking about how grateful and how amazing. Because you should think that Terence only played one game in the first half of the season, and that was a sub. Mm. Played the final 23 minutes against Richards Bay. Then he comes into the second half of the season and plays 18 games in all competitions, scores eight goals for the team, and one of them is a winner in an Ed Bank Cup final. His contract is coming up to an end now in June, in June end of June. Um, and it looks like they're going to extend the contract. This, this is the same guy who could have left in January because Supersport were interested in him. Yes. They actually were confident of getting him. But then something happened, I don't know what. Then Supersport ended up signing with Akele Pasa and he stayed. And look what happened mm. um, for him. He was such a key for them um, in the second half of the season, inspired them to a second place finish, or was one of the key players in their um, course to finishing second and qualifying for, for the Champions League. And what I like about him is that he, he's not a flashy player. Man. He, he, he's one of the most simple players that you'll find, but very good with his head, very good left and right foot, mm. um, and gets into good spaces at times, and, it, and, it's, and it's been seen or evident in how he scored. He's gone. So he's sort of saved his career at Orlando Pirates and we'll definitely see him there next season because I think they're going to extend his contract. Right. The, the Talking about now moving on to the PSL Awards and so much to talk about here. A, a lot of very interesting award decisions to be made. I know you will remember the panel, a very, very big panel of, of media representatives and various other people making these decisions. Debojo Mokwena firstly picking up player of the season. He's two rivals, Bonapule uh, Saleng and Ronwin Williams, picking up other awards, players, player of the season and goalkeeper of the season respectively. What do you think swung it for Debojo Mokwena at the end of the day? Difficult one, eh? Um, I think we all watch football differently. And unlike the one I was involved in, I was involved in Young Player of the Season, the player, the football of the season is, is voted for by coaches. And I think coaches watch football differently than we do. We live in a country where goals and assists matter the most, and we've seen that in how players have won this award. It's usually the player who's got most goals or has the most assists. But we tend to forget the role that other players play, like one, a goalkeeper, Ronald Williams was nominated, mm. and Debo Homoguena. For me, he was one of the standout players in the staff by the Sundowns team. He got there and really improved his game, dominated a lot of midfield battles. It's just sad that we don't have a lot of stats in the country where you can convince people and say, this is what Debza, this is what Debza did. I guess I'm a fan of those type of players where, like Kevin DeBrino or Tony Cruz or Luka Modric. Yeah. I like those type of players in the middle of the park who make an impact and are able to stand out because that's a role where you don't always stand out because we're watching the players who are the drivers or scorers. But I think he was able to stand out in the way he builds up play. 
in the way he breaks up um, opposition attacks because there's another important role as a number six. And long, short passes, Debs as the three kicks into the area, corner kicks, he's one of the key players there. And he shoots from range and he scored some good goals from range for, for Sanna. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's that's what made him very important because almost everything goes through Debza and how he was able to come in while Andy Lejali was no longer in the team yes. for me is, is, is quite amazing what he's done with Sanna's and how he's grown to be such a top player. It's very interesting that the awards were called the PSL Awards. I think they should have been called the Mokwena Awards because Rulani, of course, took coach of the of the season away from Jose Rivero. Quite a, quite a tough battle, this one, because the, the Pirates man in his first season in South Africa won two cup trophies. Ended, his side ended second in the log. They're going to play Champions League next season. And uh, Sundowns won the log by a country mile. They won after, I think, 23 matches out of the 30. So really, really tough call, this one. Uh, again, same question for you. What do you think gave Rulani the edge over Jose Rivero. Yeah, true. A tough one. And 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 as much as it's only the, it's it's only the thirty matches in the DSTV Premiership because they don't count MTN Eight and Netbank Cup. I feel that Jose or Jose did did quite well in his first season with the London Pirates. Started quite slow. Pirates, I think, have scored about ten or eleven goals in the first fifteen games, but they improved and you know finished second. But as much as he was in charge of the full 30, um, Rulani, people people say Rulani, because he became a head coach um, for the last 20 games, I think, of the season. Yes. They tend to forget that he was a co-coach at Sundowns, which means that he was still in charge of those games. Because when you're co-coaching, you as the coaches are in charge of the team, which is why when they were winning a coach of the month, they were winning it together with Manuel Miki. So he has basically been in charge of 30 games. It's just that for the final 20, it was him alone without Manuel Miki. Right. And the fact that Sundowns won it with seven games to go, it's never been done. Mm. The fact that Sundowns got to 70 points, they won six titles in a row. And the last five, they had not reached 70. In fact, the last time, the last time I think they reached 70 was 2015-2016 when they have, have the record which they They've scored the most goals. They've conceded the least. They have a goalkeeper with the most clean sheets. They have a top scorer in the league or joint top scorer in the league. Um, They've given youngsters an opportunity. Cassius has come in and he's done so well. And in between there, they've given a 16-year-old a chance to make a debut in the league. And Dandong Gossi has come in as well Mm. from the end, from the DDC side. And on top of that, Sundown still play some very good football. Um, probably the best football we see in the league right now in terms of how they build up from the back, through the middle or through the full backs with uh, Kuliso Mudawi and Obri Mudiba. And they've done all of this um, in, the, in the time Rulani has been in charge. So as much as Pirates have done well and they should keep, be given credit and Jose as well, I just feel that Rulani had the edge, and the stats are honestly there to prove it. Sundowns were just so dominant this season, and they, for me, Rulani deserves that award.
I think the way you've explained it there, the fact that it's purely on the league's uh, season and not taking cup action into account certainly would swing the votes in favour of Rulani Mokwena. So I think that's a fair call. We're running out of time, so I'm just going to ask you, you mentioned Cassius Mailula. What a wonderful season this 21-year-old has had. He's been brought into the side. He scored some crucial goals. He scored goals in the Champions League matches. He's He's been brilliant in various competitions. Uh, he said in, in an interview I was listening to that he was... He felt that he, the coaching staff allowed him to make mistakes. They realized he's very yeah. young. He's still learning the game. And he's, he was allowed to play his game to make mistakes if, if they happened. But not that he made many over the course of the season. But he felt that that yeah. really aided his development. That he had the confidence of the coaching staff to come in and, and play his game. And if he got something wrong, then so be it. But most of the time, he got things right. Just, just give us a word on his season, in your opinion. Yeah, true. It's very important to, to allow them to make mistakes, young young players. He comes in, he's got coaches who, be, who believe in him. And once you have a coach who believes in you, you're able to perform. And if they allow you to, to make those mistakes, you worry less about what they're thinking because they've allowed you to make those mistakes. I think he was absolutely brilliant. Yes, the last few months or last couple of months of the season were, were not too great in terms of goals. But you look at when Samuilio was out with an injury for about six games, Kessia scored five times. No one scored more goals during that period because Shalulila is obviously their main goal scorer. But he stood up, raised his hand at 21 and says, I can do this for Sunland. And he's come up with the goods at the most important time, whether it was in the league or the Champions League. So I think he should, you know, um, applaud himself for what he's done, be proud. But he must just know that this is only the beginning. You can't relax now. You really need to take it into the next level because he's been linked with a move overseas recently. So he needs to keep working and make sure that it doesn't just end here. You don't want to see a cash as the one season wonder. Mm. You want to see him progressing season in and season out because I once had this conversation recently with someone. We need players to be consistent in the team. So September 1 is probably one of the few that you see very consistent season in and out. That, I think you've summarized things really nicely. It's been great to chat to you about the action on Saturday and the awards on Sunday. I think we've dealt with most of the, the key awards quite comprehensively. Sepang Mailwani, a, a wonderful privilege to chat to you and a pleasure to get your views on everything that happened over the course of the weekend. Look forward to chatting to you again soon. And I suppose now we have to enjoy the playoffs going forward. Thank you so much. Yeah, the players are gonna, the playoffs are going to keep us entertained now because there's <laughs> not much football to, to watch. Indeed. So thank you so, so much. So that's our soccer chat for today.